Welcome to the Program Yourself Thin Podcast with your host, Jim Kitsoulis. I'm gonna show you how to master your weight once and for all. Start using powerful mindset-focused strategies to lose weight and live in the body of your dreams. Tune in each week for new episodes. Hey, this is Jim Katsoulis with the Program Yourself Thin Podcast, and today we're gonna talk about the power of accepting yourself. And this really gets to the heart of one of the biggest mistakes I see people making with weight loss, where they think once they lose the weight, then they'll accept themselves. Uh, But what I've seen work a lot better um, to make the process more enjoyable and to lose weight more effectively is if you accept yourself first, you accept yourself now, and use that acceptance to help you lose the weight and achieve the body that you want. So um, we're going to talk about how to accept yourself, even if you have struggled with that. Um, And I want to start with a quote from Carl Rogers that says, when I accept myself just as I am, then I can change. And while that might sound counterintuitive or kind of like a paradoxical, um, I've seen that be very, very true. And there are a couple of reasons why I believe. One of the first things is that you can't hate yourself healthy. And a lot of people, when they're going to lose weight, what they rely on is a thing called pain-based motivation. And so, you know, maybe they see a picture of themselves or their reflection or they step on the scale or the clothes don't fit right and they feel pain. And they try and use that pain to get them motivated to start eating better and lose weight. Um, But there's two problems with this. The first one is that our brains hate pain and want to avoid pain at all costs. And the other thing is that even if that pain-based motivation works for a little while, um, as you start to lose weight and start to feel better, the motivation starts to go down. And so a lot of people have experienced this work and you kind of start out strong, but if you get to the point where you start getting some good results, it's hard to stay motivated. So what I would suggest instead is that you use a love-based motivation strategy right from the beginning. And this is really where the acceptance part comes in because it's accepting and loving who you are right now and then wanting to achieve more of that, experience more of it. And so, you know, again, we're going to get into how to, you know, create acceptance of your body. Um, But a lot of it is based on what is the best version of me? How can I take this body that I love right now and love it even more? And the beauty of this is that it feels a lot better. It's a much more enjoyable, comfortable way to feel on your way to your goals. Um, And the other thing is that it never goes away. Uh, The more success you have, the more you love your body, you know, So, so the motivation stays high the entire time. And... This approach, again, the reason why I'm talking about acceptance is because, you know, I'm a big believer in using a holistic approach to weight loss, not just saying, oh, I'm just going to eat different, but looking for little leveraged activities that will help the big picture and accepting yourself as one of those. Because if you don't accept your body, it creates a lot of negative feelings and thoughts. And that oftentimes will lead to emotional eating. When we resolve that, we just feel more relaxed and calm and we tend not to rely on the food as much. We tend, the emotional eating kind of tends to naturally go down a bit, okay? So again, accepting yourself right from the beginning can be a a behavior that helps in all other areas and certainly supports you in losing weight. And I wanna mention, you know, just one more time that kind of goes with this is to be patient with yourself. You know, again, this whole process of weight loss is, is a lot, you know, and the process of accepting yourself is something that is a challenge. And so again, just because you learn the things you're gonna learn here today, just because you realize, oh, I've been hard on myself and I should accept myself more, doesn't mean that sometimes you won't fall back into old behaviors. And that's normal and natural. And really that's part of the process of change. So be patient with yourself. You know, if you make a mistake, if you, you kind of fall backwards a little bit, just, just relax, you know, and, and be calm with it and recognize that change takes time. 
Now, um, before we get into some of the specifics, I just want to recommend a quick book. If you, if this is something you kind of struggle with accepting yourself, there's a book by Tara Brock called Radical Acceptance, and I think I think it's really really good. And it goes into a lot of the the deeper components of, of genuinely accepting yourself, why we don't, and what you can do about it. So again, if you want to go deeper into that, as a book, I'd strongly recommend. So. If you're listening to this, there's a good chance that you already kind of assume, well, I don't really accept myself. Um, but I just want to point out kind of how that non-acceptance shows up in life sometimes. Um, so, you know, you could find yourself blaming yourself a lot. Um, you could find yourself being angry or frustrated with yourself, you know, for, for your behaviors and for the body that you have. Um, you could feel disappointed, you know, in yourself and that you haven't changed. Um, feel like you've let yourself down. Um, basically what ends up happening is when we don't accept ourselves we kind of create this psychological shift, um, split where it's like we have kind of this critical part and then we have the part of ourselves that's kind of getting beating up, beaten up. And so what we want to recognize is that you would never do this. If you think about someone who you truly love, if they were struggling with their weight and they were working to change it and they made a mistake and they came to you and told you about it, you would respond to them completely different, right? You would be much more supportive and compassionate and understanding and you would do that because you think that's what would help them the most. But when it comes to you, when you make a mistake, that kind of goes all out the window and you're just really, really hard on yourself, right? So again, when we accept ourselves, we accept our mistakes, we accept where we're at right now, it makes this whole process a lot easier. Um, one final kind of symptom of non-acceptance that I see a lot, I kind of put it down as revenge, rebellion, or punishment. So if we go back to that idea that we have kind of this psychological split, this critical part of ourselves and the part that's getting beaten up, it's almost kind of like this overbearing parent and a teenager. And again, maybe logically we think like the more we yell, the more the teenager will listen. But in reality, what ends up happening a lot of times is the teenager will start to rebel against th that voice. And I've seen this at play a lot of times with people where they're so hard on themselves that a lot of times what's triggering the unhealthy eating habits and behaviors, it's almost like this rebellion against this critical part of ourselves. And I I've seen this so many times. Um, and it can also show up as punishment where we get so mad at that part of ourselves that we want to punish it. <laughs> and so we literally overeat to punish ourselves. You know, you know, it may sound crazy, but again, I've, I've done this for 16 years. I've done over 3000 private weight loss sessions. I promise you this shows up regularly. Okay. And, but a lot of times it's outside of our awareness. So this really is an area we got to resolve. We've got to fix it. So again, before we talk about how to accept yourself more, I just want to talk about some sources of non-acceptance because I don't believe that this is a natural, to the level we experience it now, um, because we'd never had this much media before, you know, and so, so now it's a different thing. Um, but comparing, you know, that's one of the core ways that we don't accept ourselves. And so some of the specific ways is that we think, okay, my goal is I want to look like I look when I was 18, you know? And so again, this is at the very core of it, non-acceptance, right? Non-acceptance of reality. You go, of course, we go back in time in a time machine, lots of us will hop in that, but we can't, you know, and so we've got to accept that this is kind of the ride we're on. It's a one-way, one-way ride, and um, we're not going to look like that again, you know, and so it really has to start with what's the best version of myself now, you know, and, and as I get older, and if that stings a little bit, that's okay because it'll let you recognize that maybe you had this little non-acceptance piece in the back of your mind, you know, and, and it's got to be resolved, the next one, and this is very common, this is the most, most um, usual one, is that we want to look like a supermodel, an athlete, or a celebrity, right? And, and this is where the media part comes in because we are bombarded with, with 
hundreds to thousands of images a day of these idealized bodies. And we have to understand that, you know, on top of whatever genetic makeup that they were born with um, that led them into those professions in the first place is that their entire life, their entire career, their entire livelihood revolves around having a certain weight and looking a certain way, you know, and most of us don't have that that setup, you know? So, so sometimes we can hold up in our minds this ideal of what we want to look like, but it's not us. And we're never going to look like that. We're not that person, you know, because that kind of gets to the final piece and just the, the overall, um, the comparing is, is looking like someone else. We can't look like someone else. We're our, we are our own person. And this is right to the core of acceptance is really starting to accept who you are as a person, flaws and all, and starting your journey from there. Okay, because we can never be anyone else. You know, you are yourself and you want to feel good about that and comfortable with that. And we'll talk about how to do that in just one second. Um, So when we talk about increasing acceptance here, the first thing I always mention to people is that acceptance is is a feeling primarily. Um, There's also psychology to it. So there's your body and your brain. And so we want to start with your body. And so what I want you to do to begin to feel more accepting of yourself is to relax and to breathe deeper. I mean, just that little shift in how you feel physically can shift how you feel emotionally. Okay, so I want you to just take a moment, relax your body, and take a couple deep breaths because non-acceptance tends to have the opposite physiology of this, right? Where non-acceptance, where you're beating yourself up and upset with, with who you are, not accepting it, is there's more tension there. And when there's tension, there's less breathing. So right off the bat, to increase acceptance, we want to go into our bodies and kind of set ourselves up for it, right? We're kind of, um, you're cultivating the soil, right? If it was a garden metaphor, and we do that by relaxing and breathing, okay? Um, The next thing is that we start to tap into gratitude. Gratitude really is such a powerful weapon in your weight loss journey, and especially here. So for a lot of people, they struggle to feel gratitude for their body because they're so conditioned to think about all the flaws of their body. And so what I want you to do is I want you to focus on functional gratitude. And what I mean by functional gratitude is maybe you're not happy with your weight or certain features of your body, but functional gratitude is really about how your body functions. And there's a good chance if you're listening to this um, that you can perhaps see, um, probably hear, uh, walk, you have your hands, you have your feet, okay? You can smell. And so when I bring it down to these basics, uh, these are things that that if you lost them, they would be front of mind. You'd really want them, right? So again, you, you know, again, if you lost the ability to walk, right, all of a sudden that would take precedent over the weight, okay? So there's a good chance that you have some of these things in your body right now. And so I want you to start with feeling a sense of gratitude in your body by recognize the, the way it can function, right? And the things that you have that you've kind of lost your gratitude for, right? You just take them for granted. Okay, I want you to appreciate those now, right? If you can go for walks, right? If you can use your hands, your fingers work, right? If you got your feet, your legs, okay? Because again, not everyone does. And again, it has to go to this extreme because we're so conditioned to hate our bodies <laughs> that, that we literally have to go to this level sometimes. But again, it's just, this is just an exercise just to, let you tap into a genuine sense of gratitude. Because I know when you think about, well, I'm glad I got my legs, right? Or I'm glad I got my my vision. Whatever aspect you have, um, you know there's someone who doesn't. And so in that scenario, again, you all of a sudden feel a sense of gratitude for what you have. 
And so as long as we can feel some genuine gratitude, we can always build that up. But we want to tap into what that is first. And that's always a way you can tap into gratitude for your body is what you can functionally do, how it works, never mind just how it looks, okay, which is what we get caught up on. Um, the next thing is mindfulness. Okay, This is really important as well because you can only feel non-acceptance when you're thinking. Okay, So you have to have certain thoughts in order to feel bad about yourself. You don't just feel bad about yourself. Right? You need to compare yourself right, to someone else usually. Right? You need to be upset with some behavior you had, some result you're getting. Okay? So mindfulness is basically about coming right into the moment. And when we come into the moment, again, we don't want to be in the future. We don't want to be in the past. We want to be right here in the here and now, right in the present. And so this is mindfulness. And this is why, again, meditation is something I think is so valuable as well on your weight loss journey because it allows you to disconnect from these torturous thoughts sometimes. And as you learn to disconnect from them, you kind of give yourself more freedom because if you can disconnect from them, you give yourself the power that they are not in control anymore. You have the ability to quiet them down, to free yourself from them, even if it's only for a few moments. And when you feel that, that sense of mindfulness, that sense of freedom from those negative thoughts, when you come back into kind of thinking again, you can bring yourself back into more supportive thoughts and more acceptance. Um, the next one is self-compassion, empathy, and forgiveness. Okay, And so um, this is something that Again, a lot of times when people come to weight loss, it's like, well, I'll put that off to the side. That, that's not going to help me lose weight. But it is, okay, because so much of weight issues are, are directly related to emotional eating. And so, again, we can't just say, well, if I just got to eat better, you know, it's like that doesn't work. <laughs> Did you notice this, right? Everyone just thinks they just need to eat better, but they never end up getting around to doing it, you know, rarely. So we want to start using self-compassion, empathy, and forgiveness because really, truly what weight mastery is. Right? So again, to lose some weight quickly, you know, anyone can do that. But a lot of times people put it back on most of the time. So what we're talking about here is genuine, true weight mastery, a transformation where you transform your mind and your body to live as the person who you want to live as, to be the best version of yourself. Okay? And in order to do that, you're going to have to learn. You're going to have to grow. You're going to have to evolve. And so... Any process of learning, true, genuine learning, you're going to make mistakes. And so when you make those mistakes, you've got to bring some compassion into it. You've got to bring some empathy and forgiveness into it. The beating yourself up, you're not making mistakes because you want to, right? No one makes mistakes because they want to make them. They make mistakes because they just didn't know better at the time, right? And so even if you say, well, I knew I shouldn't have eaten that. Well, yeah, maybe you knew you shouldn't have eaten it, but maybe you didn't have a better strategy in place. If you did, you would have taken it. Right. So, so again, it's important to understand that along this process, it's a process of growth and evolution. And so we're going to make mistakes and we can't just jump all over ourselves the second we do. Right. It's, it's the fastest way to kind of get ourselves discouraged and get off track. Okay. So, again, we want to develop and cultivate self compassion, empathy, and forgiveness. And again, really appreciating our flaws and, um, and, and the mistakes we're because they're what make us us. You know, so again, as we increase the compassion, empathy, and forgiveness, we start to genuinely start to appreciate ourselves on a, deep, a deeper level and accept ourselves. Um, and as I was saying, again, stop comparing. You know, it's think about it right now. I mean, you know, this idea of wanting someone else's body, 
you know, it, it's like, I guess it's okay to fantasize about that once in a while, if that's what you want to do, but is it helping you or is it hurting you? You know, so this is something to maybe sit with for a little bit. Why am I comparing myself? You know, I'm me. I'm happy to be me. And that's really the, 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 the central core of this whole idea is that you accept yourself for who you are, good and bad, right? Because no one is perfect. And sometimes we look at these people, and again, this is a media thing where we're seeing an image of a person. That's not the whole person, you know? And so um, we want to start to recognize that as a three-dimensional living and breathing human being, we're got, we all have flaws. We all make mistakes. We all have things we don't like about ourselves, okay? And so even the person we hold out as this model of perfection, they're the exact same way, you know? So um, once we start to recognize that, it gets easier to stop comparing ourselves to other people because we know everyone's got their struggles. Everyone's got their things they don't like about themselves, okay? So it's something we all got to work on. And as you work on it, though, again, it makes this whole process easier because you start to love yourself. You start to appreciate yourself, accept yourself for who you are, and that makes you want to make your body feel better genuinely. And that happens through living a healthier lifestyle of, of treating your body like it is a temple, you see what I mean? Like this is that love-based motivation. Um, you know, if you think about it, when you, if there's someone in your life that you hate <clears throat> or dislike a lot, and there's someone in your life that you truly, truly love, if you think about them, it's like when you think about the person you really dislike or even hate, it's like you're always thinking about kind of how to get back at them, right? Or, or hurt them, or, or it's always negative thoughts towards them. When you think about the person you truly love, it's like you want to do nice things for them. You want them to be happy. Well, the same thing happens internally. So this idea that we're going to beat ourselves up to get to this wonderful solution or get to this wonderful place, it doesn't make any sense. And we know this because we've seen people that even lost the weight through that method and they get to their goal weight and they're still miserable. They still don't accept their body. It's a never ending thing. You could have the quote unquote perfect body and you could still find a flaw and feel bad about it and wish you had someone else's body. You know, it never ends. So I'm trying to say is that <clears throat> acceptance of yourself is is primarily generated inside out, not outside in, okay? So you want to practice it right now. Don't wait until you lose the weight. Start feeling acceptance for yourself now and use that to help you move forward. Um, and, and then finally, um, you know, I, I want to talk about just shifting perspectives and, and kind of how you can phrase the questions. So shifting perspectives is what I was saying before. If the person who you love the most in your life if they were trying to lose weight and eat better and they made a mistake and came to you, I want you to notice how much more accepting you would be of them and how much more supportive and compassionate you would be. And now I say this because you've already got these skills in you. You don't use them much with yourself, but in another person, you would be much different, again, much more supportive. And that's the way you want to be with yourself. So the point here is that you don't have to learn how to do this so much as you have to learn how to do it to yourself. Okay, so you're not developing a whole new skill set. You're just learning how to use it on you. Okay, and, and that gets really helpful. Um, and then finally, how much better could you feel? You know, that's, that's what we're talking about here. And that's how I want, I want you to kind of expand what your goal is. So that's not just, I want to get to X amount of pounds, but let it be bigger than that. Let it be, I want to create my dream body, I want to create my ideal body. And I want to live as the best version of myself. I want to love myself. I want to accept myself for who I am. I want to be able to make mistakes and learn from them. I want to be able to make mistakes and be compassionate towards myself when I do. 
you see? And so how much better could you feel if you started thinking that way? You know, again, it's, it's, you can change your thinking and your feelings faster than you can change your weight. So why not start working on accepting yourself now, loving yourself now, being compassionate and understanding when you make mistakes now, okay, so it can help you along the way. And it becomes a completely different process, I promise you. You know what the other process feels like. I know you've lost weight a couple times at least, right? You've stuck to something real hard. You've been real strict, right? You've done that. And even if you get the results, it's kind of just a miserable way of being, You see what I mean? So make this about more than just losing weight because that makes it easier. It makes it more fun and it's a more effective. It's a more effective way to do it. Okay. So the question becomes, how much better could you feel? What's the best version of me? What's the best version of this body that I'm living in? Okay. These are, these are acceptance oriented questions. They accept who you are as a person But they also, again, going back to that quote, when you accept yourself, then you can change, right? When you truly accept yourself for who you are, then you can change. When you accept yourself for who you are now and you love what you are, you can still want to experience even more love, more health, more acceptance, more happiness, right? You don't have to beat yourself up in order to get yourself to perform. (laughs) You can do it through love. You can do it through passion of just loving to feel good, of just loving this ride and this journey of feeling healthier and more energized and happier and better each and every day. Okay. So I want to leave you with that. And I hope again, as I said, Radical Acceptance is a great book if you want to go deeper into this, because this is one of those leveraged activities. I promise you, I guarantee you this. If you work on developing acceptance for who you are right now, regardless of your weight, if you start to accept yourself and feel more compassionate, more love for yourself, I guarantee you it'll get easier to eat better. I guarantee it. Because you'll realize, I've seen this so many times, that not accepting yourself, beat yourself, directly leads to emotional eating. And so by dedicating some time to building this up in yourself, you are simultaneously improving your eating and influencing your weight. All right? So I hope this helps you. I hope you enjoyed this. And remember that nothing tastes as good as thin and healthy feels. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Program Yourself Thin podcast with Jim Katsoulis. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and make sure to head over to programyourselfthin.com to sign up for free tools to help you lose weight. And remember to subscribe to get notified about upcoming episodes.